As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast live! Yay! This is part of the Brighton Podcast Festival, which I'm sure you all know. And we're at the Comedia. Hopefully, you all know that. Otherwise, a bit worrying. Uh, and we've got a guest with us. Yay! Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for coming along tonight. It's so lovely that you're all here. Usually, I'm just in a studio with someone. We've got headphones on, and it feels really, really intimate. Literally, I can feel that, like, hear their every breath, and it's really quite overwhelming sometimes and really emotional and lovely uh, and this just takes it somewhere completely different because it's a really nice shared experience uh, and it's going to be lovely uh, we've had this guest on before she's been absolutely hilarious she is a mate uh, she's an all-rounder uh, by that I mean she's really annoyingly super talented um, we all hate her for it uh, <laughs> let's just introduce her because you know what she does she's a TV presenter she's an author she's a Saturday uh, but she's great every day of the week. It's Rochelle Hughes! <laughs> See, it's quite daunting when you come out. <laughs> really awkward moment where I was like, oh, my phone's in my pocket. Shall I put it? And then I heard you saying, oh, she's, she's my mate. I thought, oh, goodness, no, I've not got time to put it in my... Yeah. Anyway, it's in my pocket. It didn't make it to the bag. It's quite funny when you come out, doesn't it? It feels something like, oh, yes. So we've just been talking for the last, like, half an hour and completely forgetting that we're actually got to focus and actually talk about motherhood. Yeah, sorry. I was distracting you right up until the very moment that he introduced you. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that, G. I'm surprised I told you what the podcast was called, to be honest. <laughs> um, right, so this is a podcast all about motherhood. Yes, my favourite chat. I can't really see everybody, but hello. No, that's quite, yeah. Sorry to everyone at the back, but it's quite nice that we can't see you. In a, yeah, in a nice way, because it feels just like before. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you have been on the podcast before. I have. Uh, and I've listened back to it, and I, and I loved it. But <laughs> I think it's because it was for the first series, sometimes like the chats kind of evolve as they go. Yeah. And so we kind of touch on different areas. Uh, and also, it's a 45-minute chat, and motherhood, as we know, it's massive. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's ever-evolving. Yeah, it's hard to put it into 45 minutes. 
I mean, we cut you down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I bet you did. <laughs> the edit button was on. <laughs> well, no, actually, you're talking about the length of time. I had Nadia on for series four. Mm. Two hours we spent oh, chatting. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But you can't, it, that's what happens when you talk, you know, you go for a coffee after the school run. Yeah. You can, you can be in there for a while. Yeah. You're like, oh, and I've got so much to do at home. But this ah, is fun. This cappuccino is good. <laughs> Even cold. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so, Rochelle, first off, mm. I, I realised that I've never heard about your childhood. Because I think oh. that, for a lot of people, kind of links into the kind yeah. of mum that they are. So what was your I'm childhood like? So my childhood... Okay, everyone get ready, because it's very complicated, my family background. So I grew up with my mum and my sister. Um... All my siblings are half-siblings, so my mum had a baby, so I'm, I, I know, you know how that works. You know how they work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all here doing the same thing. I won't patronise you. Um, but for my mum's side, so I grew up with her. So, so my dad was never around at all. At all? From no, at all. I think maybe like when I was a tiny baby, but from my memory, like not at all. Um, so literally it was my mum, just like a super strong female I think that's why Marvin's got her to thank for that. I think <laughs> she gave me that gene. Um, but yeah, just like she was working every job and, you know, raising us. And it was always like, drop off at the school, go here, do this. You know, and that was just my, that was my mum. And I think that's where I get my multitasking ability from. Um, and See, I never knew that, this about you, by the way. Did you not? No. I was, so we've got oh. the same manager. And when yeah. I was talking to Rebecca beforehand, going through my questions, yeah. I was like, mum and dad. She was like, no, no, it's just her mum. Yeah. And I was like... That's I, cool. I we just suppose we haven't spoken yeah. about that, have we? No. No, we used to we used to party lots and now we just talk about our kids. So yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not something it's you talk changed. about when you're out yeah, drinking when and you're dancing. Out the cocktail. So how's your mum and dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, just mum. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so I could, that so that was pretty much my upbringing. And then I actually haven't told this story to anybody before, apart from my friends. Um well, so, so welcome. <laughs> So two years ago, I was at our management's Christmas... Oh, you know this. Our management's Christmas party. I only found out this today. Oh. Yeah. I feel like I've told you this. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, we, I was at our management's Christmas party, and this is so random. You're not going to believe how this happened. So, Kem from Love Island, <laughs> right? I know. This is complicated. Um, recently, he re was recently off of Love Island, signed to our management. He was at the Christmas party and he was chatting away. And everyone, had, obviously, as our Christmas do's always end up, everyone sort of had a few. And he said, "Oh, Rochelle, I've got to, um, I've got to talk to you because I, as soon as I, you know, became a celebrity or whatever, aka, you know, was on the telly doing bits." Um, <laughs> um, I, I promised. Um, my friend Lily, that I would talk to you because she's your sister on your dad's side. And I would, I would said, oh, you know, if ever I meet her, I would like try and get you two together. Which was. Did you know of her? So I knew of them. So I, I'm, I think I met up with them when I was like five or something, but it was so complicated because they were a lot younger. And yeah, it was all just a bit weird because my dad was sort of involved, but he wasn't involved with me. And my mum tried to sort of connect. It was all just very messy. Anyway, yeah, so fast forward all that time, he was like that, you know, I said I'd do that. And then over this sort of drunken night out, he was like, can I give her your number? Like, ah, and I, You know when something sobers you up instantly? I was like, oh, okay. And I was looking at Marvin. I was like, he's like, go on, it's, you know, it'd be nice. 
So that would <laughs> be nice, me. Um, <laughs> so then she WhatsApped and then I didn't reply to the next morning because I thought I just need to be like sober at least for this kind of, you know, in-depth family chat. And then it was literally two days later we planned to go out for dinner with her, my other sister and my brother. So three of them. And we went for dinner and I kid you not, I made Marvin come with me because I was like, I'm so scared. He's like, what are you scared of? I'm like, you've got to come with me because they've all got each other. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, the weird older sister that they kind of feel like they know because well, exactly. they've seen I was say, they must feel like they stuff. know you. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, he came for me, went for dinner, and it was literally... You know they say that whole, like, nature-nurture business? We are literally the same people. It's <laughs> bizarre. Honestly, Marvin's face, his jaw was on the whole time. He was like, oh, my God, there's more of you. Uh, um, so, yeah, and then we just... Literally, we spoke every day since. Like, it's instant. It's like I've never not had them in my life. Bizarre. Jeremy Carr stuff. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? yeah. And we didn't need to do a DNA because we are the doubles of each other. I've seen photos. I've seen photos. It's not normal. Yeah, it's bizarre. So, yeah, my dad's got strong genes, I think. <laughs> yeah, so it, that's my... I told you it was complicated. Yeah. And it involves so Kim it? from Love Island. <laughs> what the hell? I know. <laughs> I, I feel like he's, like, doing his own version of Davina's, yeah. like, long-lost yeah, relative. Yeah, he is. Called. Yeah, there you go. Maybe he's probably pitching for a show. He's used I've that story. I've done it for a show. <laughs> Yeah, doing the same thing, but with celebs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what was life like with your mum and your sister at home? Just like chaotic. So amazing. My How old were you when you did um, S Club Juniors? Uh, 11. Oh. Or tw- I think, yeah, almost 12. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was crazy. And I remember my mum being like, oh, goodness. Like not really knowing, because we didn't know what it was when we went for that audition. So I used to go to this like dance sort of, acting sort of club of a weekend and I remember seeing it on like CBBS or CBBC um that there was an audition to go and sing with S Club 7 at Wembley or sing before them and, and not for a group just like to you know it was a competition I was like mum please let me go I think a few of my friends from dance club are going um Frankie was one of those um so she was like okay so we went and um my sister my young my younger sister was like, you know, a real handful for my mum when she was just crazy, just r- running everywhere. And she's like, God, you know, I'm going to have to take it off work. And now I'm an adult and I'm a mum, I think, Jesus, the fact that she actually let me go was like a really nice well, does it? I We always get freaked out that like Valley is, or uh, Alea is closer it, to the age that yes, you were then. Yeah, than I, know, now, I know, I know, exactly. Well, it, it's crazy. And I'm like, you think when you're younger, you think your parents have got everything together, don't you? Just because... They have to yeah. feed you and they have to know the answers to these questions. Thank you, Google. Um, but yeah, I so she took me and my sister along and we went, we queued. There was like, it was the, one, the days when these like reality shows pulled in like that tens of thousands yeah. of people in this queue. And it, we went for a few rounds. We, went, we did the audition and it, it went well. And uh, then I remember S Club 7 were there. They picked us all. And then Simon Fuller, the, their, then their manager... Um, was like we love what we've seen. We're actually um, we want to put together a band. We want to we want to call it S Club Junior. Obviously, they already knew that, but we didn't. We just thought it was a bit fun. And I just remember sat on my mum's lap to this day. I remember going to her, if you don't let me do this, I'm never going to talk to you again. 
But can you imagine now, though, with the I girls, know. if they'd have fallen oh, into something like that? I would never let her do it. Would you not? No. Really? Never. I know too much, though, G. Do you know what I mean? My mum was just like, this guy that's come forward and said that, you know, but she was very hands-on, like there was chaperones involved and when we were working, essentially. Yeah. But I would go home every night and a lot, there was like an apartment in London that there was chaperones and you could either stay there, which when I look back on it now, it was like, I should have stayed there. Like in <laughs> central London, like what? Um, but my mum was like, no, you've got to come home and tidy your room. So that was kind of like the real, I was like singing on Wembley, singing on the stage at Wembley in the daytime and then tidying my room in the evening. But that was kind of like, I think you need that yeah. to keep you kind of grounded and stuff and... Yeah, my mum was just overprotective. I think that it was like she—it's just world that she knew nothing about. Well, and no one really knows anything. You know what I mean? No. I think it's such an alien environment. Yeah, and you're forced to grow up far quicker. And than you just hear the horror stories, I suppose, yeah. don't you? So she was very. But yeah, I'm pleased she let me do it. I think she was, you know, in the end. Yeah, <laughs> and looking forward to like family life. Did you always know that you wanted a family? Like, yeah. I always knew I wanted a family. I'm such, we're, we're such family people. I'm, you know, my whole family. And I always knew that I wanted a family. And I think where maybe I grew up with just my mum, I kind of always knew that I wanted, I don't know, I wanted, to, well, I think everyone wants to be in a relationship where both parents are around. Obviously, that's what my mum would have wanted. But I kind of had it in me that I was like, I'm going to, whether we, you know, whether we stayed together, whoever I had kids with was going to be around mm. for, you know, for my kids because I, I really, I never knew what that was like. Yeah. And not in a, you know, my mum, I, I also didn't know any different at yeah. the same time. So, but I just knew that the idea of like my friends or my cousins when they were like, me and mummy and daddy are doing this, that, I just, I never had that. So I just could never relate. So I kind of, when I look at my kids, I'm like, you are so lucky. But then I, then we've had this conversation before because then I'm like, they're lucky, but you know, he's just doing the job that they should all be doing. Yep. Like that's just mm-hmm. like, no one says to them, oh, you're so, to Tom, yeah. you're so lucky. G's such a good mum. <laughs> oh, like, she's people so hands-on. She's, she's such, so hands-on. She's such a hands-on yeah. mum. Yeah, she really is. But uh, what's she like yeah, as a mum? What's she like as a mum? Yeah, or, or, if, or if she does the school run, <laughs> oh, mummy daycare today, is it? <laughs> no, it's just life. It's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Yeah. I do feel a little bit mean that, you know, when it comes to Father's Day and things like that, I'm like, I well, know. it's doing what it should be doing. I it's know. 50%, isn't it? I, like, I can't help doing. it, though. I'm with you. I, I, I said it on Lorraine, actually, the other day. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, though, because I... And, and my mum's... It's my mum that always reminds me, because I'm just... You know, my mum's like, listen, no, he's, he's so good for us. And my mum's got such a soft spot for him. She calls him way more than she calls me. <laughs> Um, your way. She's like, is Marvin there? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think she will always be. You know, you are so lucky because she she did it completely on her own, and you know, she's she's a legend. But I'm. But not don't you think that because you know you're not doing it on your own, and I mm. think this is something that probably pops up in every household when you are doing it with someone else. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds a bit rude. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> lowering the tone. Uh, when you are raising children with someone else. And if you are doing more, I think that builds loads of resentment. Like yeah. even now, yeah, I've got so. the boobs, so I'm up at night feeding Max. Yeah. And I still, if the other kids wake up and I go to them, I always have this, I have to make a song and dance of it, getting out of the room, just yeah, so that Tom knows that I've woken yeah. up. 
It's, it's amazing how much noise a duvet can make. <laughs> <laughs> it can, can't it? You know when you really and want it to. And how much the mattress like, can oh, this mattress <laughs> is really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, we, we, all, we all do that. But the days that, you know... But if they Tom's do it too. Off, I, yeah, of course yeah. they do. But if the days that you're there alone, actually everything that possibly felt like a bit more overwhelming when they were there doesn't because yeah. you know it's on you your shoulders yeah yeah like everything just feels like yeah it's all right isn't it we're yeah. just all doing the bath yeah. it's fine i don't have to talk or anything really loud because no one's hearing it know they're downstairs <laughs> yeah and they're watching something on telly and mm. you're running around you know that's annoying yeah because you know it you just or it's when you wake up in the morning this is one always gets me and you know that you've been up all night you have been up all yeah. night and you wake up and you're like oh that was a really tough one. Oh no, and they go, yeah, I know, really. <laughs> really, do you know? Yeah, <laughs> waking up all the time. You were snoring, Yeah. actual snoring. But do you know what? I think that's better than them going, was it? Because <laughs> of that. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind him enjoying the sleep. Own the oh, I mind that. The enjoying I, I fully mind that. <laughs> if I've not enjoyed my sleep, there's nobody laying next to me in the same bed gets to enjoy theirs. I'm, I'm serious. I'm really funny about that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I really don't like that. <laughs> I love my sleep. And before kids, I honestly could have just like, and knocked out sleep till like two in the afternoon if I didn't yeah, have to same. have work. Like that has been my hardest thing about motherhood. Anything else, like the questions that you can't answer or the, you know, all the other stuff. I nearly swore. Um, you can, we just have to oh, all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's the ye. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, um, it's the sleep. Yeah. It, I find that so hard. I really, really do. And even just the one you hear, Mama, I love her so much, (laughs) but just not now. (laughs) And I try, but it's just, I can't can't, really can't do it. And I have to say, you know, fair play to Marvin, he's a lot better with that than me. Really? A lot better, yeah. Oh no, we've got a whole, Tom will literally blank it out until I'm going, Tom, Tom, and just pushing him. Pushing and pushing him until he gets out of the It's bed. when you're both there and you, you're both sort of <laughs> pretending you're still asleep. And you're like, which one's going to go first? <laughs> oh, he did do it yesterday, so I know I've got to. But I might just pretend for a bit longer. <laughs> That's me daily. Yeah, what it time is. What girls up at the moment? That, do you know what? Alaya is like a teenager. She, I'm like, oh. she is... Uh, amazing she's me basically she loves her sleep <laughs> as much as her mum but Valley's just all a little bit all over the place she's yeah. kind of we'll have really good days and then like it's never it's never as early as you so I feel bad saying <laughs> this because I know how early yours get up so I, I'm sorry uh, but yeah I'd, but sorry, I, for me anything before seven is too early <laughs> is that bad <laughs> oh my god! No, as in, no, as in, they wake up on the clock. Well, I don't even know. No, but they wake up before seven. But right. anything before that, I don't think is like social, sociably <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> but they they do it. But Alaya doesn't. Alaya is seven. Like anything after, you know, seven. Sometimes I'm like Alaya, come on, because I know she's just faffs for the school run. But Valley, yeah, will be. It's like six o'clock. Yeah. But I just, I oh. No, we've, we've, we've got better. We have, have got better. Oh, that's yeah. good. Uh, basically, we went on holiday, and uh, because of the time difference, we got back, and Buddy was up at four. 
Oh. And we were like, no. But it was yeah. the same night that Max had gone into his own room. So our room was just us. So whereas basically Buzz and Buddy share a room, Max is in his own room and we're in our room. So it meant that we could bring Buddy into our room and basically let him have his meltdown in our room. Right, yeah. Just so, so that he knew that, that he couldn't go downstairs. Because uh-huh. this whole thing in his little Swedish accent is like, we go downstairs now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Why, why are they desperate to go downstairs? <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to wake me up, chill with me for yeah, a bit. Yeah, just lie down I don't want to go downstairs. Let's snuggle, yeah. no snuggle. It's too cold. Yeah, so we literally had to let him have the meltdown. He's decided to cave in, just hug me, got into bed with me. Uh, and then the next day he woke up at two, but literally got straight into my bed and just snuggled. But Buddy's great next to you. Bud's a, Buzz is a little pincher. If yeah. he's with you, he likes to comfort pinch you even out five. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, whereas Buddy doesn't want you to touch him. He'll, he'll literally sleep with his feet by your face and not want you to touch yeah. him. So the next day after that, he woke up at half six. Oh, okay. And it was like we fixed him. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm just... We've we've done the transition now last week of uh, big girl bed Ooh. for Valley, and um, it's so good, but it means they can get out. I know, <laughs> and I really wasn't expecting to be greeted with this over me. <laughs> and I swear to you, if I, I'm my, I just must have known in my sleep that it was my child because that punch reflex <laughs> was so almost there because I, that's that's not normal, like. <laughs> yeah, so that was scary just to be peered at. Um, so she now has a baby gate on her room. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I'm like, you can wonder in that room, yeah. but you cannot make it to my head. <laughs> and I can hear her, so it's fine, but I just, that is really frightening. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So now there's a baby gate. So we learnt that second night. Marvin nice. was straight on Amazon Prime. <laughs> it was like baby gate now. And yeah. And since then she's been fine. And she waits. Actually, it's quite cute. She waits for Alaya. So Alaya can. Hit, but Alaya's actually very excited that Valley's also got a bed. Right. So she's now waking up early so she can sit with her. And, and she, last night she took this Mr. Tumble toy in and all I could hear was, you sign, so i <laughs> tumble. I was like on, on the monitor next to my head and them giggling about it. So yeah, that, that was my wake up call this morning. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice now we've got the baby gate there. That's good. <laughs> Gosh. And so you were last on the podcast about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, how, no, about, about a year and a half ago. Mm. How has life changed since then now that the girls are older? Are there new challenges? I suppose Valley was really, yeah, yeah she really must have been tiny, yeah. Um, yeah, new challenges. We was actually talking before, weren't we, that when I had Alaya, she was so forward with everything mm. and she was counting before I even, like, what, how did, did I teach you that? You know, <laughs> she, everything was just so quick. She was walking, she was talking. And then Valley's just, she's, first of all, she's just really shy and I don't, it's it's mad, isn't it, how you can bring two little humans up exactly the same and they're just so different. And she's so shy. She sort of will hide behind my leg. She's just, she's not a people person at all. Like, everyone must think, oh, she's just, she's got resting bitch face. <laughs> Basically, I already know the, the woman she's going to grow up and be. You know, I just know. You know what one of those girls that are like, oh, I don't think she likes me. <laughs> she's that girl. And I will come for her when she's older and say, you've always been like it. It's fine. But I know already. So she's, yeah, bless her. She's just, she's just really not, 
you know, she just is just not forward in that sense. She just is very just happy being mm. with us and loves her sister like endlessly and wants to do everything that she's doing. But apart from that, she's just not really into it. So I've kind of the diff I guess the yeah, the change has been like for me just accepting that they are both so different and yeah. sort of not forcing Valley to say hello to everybody. <laughs> say hello. <laughs> She's like, I really just don't want to. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just trying to sort of go with her a little bit more, where Leia was a little bit more, I guess, a bit more textbook, like a bit more, if you do this, this will happen. And But she Valley's just not like that. She's just her own sassy little being. And then I showed you a video of her last night. She just randomly started counting. Like, she doesn't really talk that much. And she's just one, two. I'm like, I think she, she can't, she, she's, yeah, she's aware. Yeah. She's fully aware, but she's just like, I'll do it when I'm ready, thanks. I can hear you talking about me, all of you. And I'm just different to Alaya, thank you. Oh, I think, same, she's yeah. so much like Buddy in that sense. Yeah. Like Buddy wasn't talking, he said eight words and then, but literally on his second birthday, I was literally on the NHS website sort of looking up and it said that he had delayed speech. And I yeah, was like, oh my I, God, what I does this it. mean? And he was just busy climbing trees and working out yeah. like things in a physical way. And now you can't stop him talking in his Swedish accent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love that he's got a Swedish <laughs> yeah. accent. So I just think they all like learn in different ways. But you, if they, they so I true. knew that he could understand everything. My mum my is the best with that. She's like, Rochelle, she will we... And, you know, not in a pull-up. She will talk and she will eat. You know, it happens to all of us. Yeah. Don't worry. Like, you can't... I think sometimes you... I think you just really put pressure on yourself. Yeah. Have I done something different? Have I not? But she's just her. And she's, like, so cute. So <laughs> cute. But do you know she's cuter when she's moody? Does that make sense? Like, you know, she's just got that really cute, grumpy face and she knows it. And yeah, she's got us all wrapped around her little finger completely. Like even her sister will do anything she says. It's bonkers. Has it been amazing seeing their bond grow? It's so nice. And I was so worried. So, that was a thing that was bothering me so much when I was pregnant. Like, you know, how, first of all, how am I going to love an, another how I love a liar? Um, and like, everyone's like, it just happens. I'm like, I, don't, I just don't think it will. And it inst for me, it was more instant the second time. Yeah, same. I think... Do you think it's because you know that they're going to grow up and be their, their own little person? And I think you 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 already wear how much you love the other one. And it's, yeah, it's just it's something a not as overwhelming. Yeah. I think when You've Buzz done it landed on me, I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is an actual baby. Like, yeah. I practiced I'd thought so much about enough. the birth. Yeah. yeah. And you're not prepared for what a newborn baby feels like uh -huh. on you. It yeah. feels also And you're weird. too busy doing life and listening to every... Yeah. body's blooming opinion yeah. on how you should be doing it that it all sort of happens around you the first time but the second time i promise you if marvin would have said should we have now have five more kids i would have gone yeah <laughs> but do you reckon then there i is didn't also sleep and then i didn't change my mind <laughs> but, but do you reckon there is something in that like it kind of you in your like all your senses kind of instantly recalls what you went through yeah. the first time and all the love that's grown from that. So but it makes sense it that there's so much more love yeah. straight away. There is it's it, for me it was just so much more instant. Like mm. I was like that baby bubble the second time was so different to the first time. I don't know why, I just really found that. Um but yeah, it's the bond so that's what worried me and then I kind of read everything. How you're supposed to do this handover of one meeting the other one and you know how it works and 
yeah, I, I, I bought a present from the from the new baby to Alaya because babies can buy presents apparently. Uh, a baby Annabelle was bought, and you know a balloon, and a, a, a thanks for being my big sister card, and I'm everything. And then I read this thing about when when they meet the baby for the first time, you shouldn't be holding the baby. Did you? Yeah. No. Yeah. It was something that you. So the baby, she, Valley was in the cot in the hospital, and when Alaya walked in. I was still mummy and I did wasn't like yeah. in her head consumed with someone new and she then went I was like go and find your sister she's over there and I just let her do it Marvin was like you've rehearsed this so I literally <laughs> was like so this is when you bring her in this is how it's gonna work because I was just so scared but she has been the best like second mummy ever she's just like yeah she's brilliant and I think the bond has been so lovely and I think yeah until they start you know, rowing about someone stole someone's clothes and stuff. I think sisters is just such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Such a nice thing. Are you already a referee between them? Or do they, is it quite plain set? Like um, a little bit, but more for... Oh my God. Yeah. I'm literally 90% referee. A re- a re- yeah. 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 So yeah, but is that boys though? I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh my, I'm almost like having, it's, it, I'm definitely noticing... As Valley's getting older, right? Because there's things that Alaya could do with Mummy and Daddy that Valley couldn't do, yeah. And that, we, but so now there's a bit more of a, yeah. I, th- I think I think I'll get there. Yeah. But they're less. I f- just find generally, well, my two anyway, they're less like physical and less like oh, yeah. they want to do, you know. Yeah. So I can understand you'll probably referee quite a bit because mm-hmm. when my nephews come over, I do not know what's hit me. <laughs> I'm like, so let's all sit in colour. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's just charge at you. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. See, that's my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so used to them too. And they're like, they want to paint and they want to sit for hours. Do you know? Well, that's the thing. So I was going to talk later on. You take them out to amazing places, like posh places for dinner. Yeah. So... Less now because Valley's in town. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because Buddy would be like charging yeah. around. So they're they're actually all right. I'm okay with Valley if she's had that sleep. Okay. There's just don't even think like I'm like cancelled tables for dinner because I'm like Have this you? is what's the point? Yeah. I'm gonna pay to sit here. Marvin's gonna we're gonna probably row. Because, oh, yeah, all right, babe, well, you just eat that bit and then you've got... Uh, <laughs> and then, like, uh, we're not going to enjoy ourselves. I'd rather have beans on toast and everyone in bed at, at half seven and have a glass of oh, bottle of wine. Brother went, my brother was on holiday a little while ago and he made me crack up so much. So he's got, like, he's got a five-month-old. So Parker was four months when they were away. And they'd basically been trying to go out for dinner every uh-huh. night and taking Parker with them. And one night he went, we've resorted to the buffet. I was like, my life is the buffet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm not at the buffet, we're not eating. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. That, do you know, that's the one, we're going away on the Sunday and I'm so excited about the buffet <laughs> because do you know what, when you've got, I'm going through fussy eater phases yeah. and I can't be bothered to think of another option of a fun way to eat dinner. So do you know what, if you don't like anything on there after we've been here, then there's no pleasing you. So I'm buzzing for the buffet. <laughs> That's so funny. We've had to resort to the buffet. <laughs> I was like, oh my we God. We live here. Yeah. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> but you're not scared to take them to those places. No, I'm not. And do you know what? People probably look at me when they're kicking off. And I'll be honest, if you, Mother's Day was hell. Oh, no. It was hell. We went out for dinner and it was so nice. 
But it consisted, um, our, we're so lucky that our mums are really close, Marvin and I, so we just all went out as a family. And we we bought the buggy because I was like, she's going to have a nap. And she was so, she woke up like just with horns. <laughs> and I was just like, I just know what this day is going to be. So I was, let's definitely bring the buggy to this lunch and just see if we can rock her. So it, it's we spent like the first hour and she would only have me or him do it. And literally it was like she had this dummy in her mouth. <laughs> and as soon as the, the, the rock just stopped a little bit, she was like, banged her hood up and was like, <laughs> as if to say, and then if it was my mum, nanny, no! I'm like, oh God, she was asleep. So, so the first part of Mother's Day was just the... I don't know what she became. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's not a day, day to do it. It's Mother's Day. You love me today. Um, so yeah, it was just like that for a while. And you know, and then Marvin had to go. So, but then actually she did sleep. So we just sort of stayed. We, you know, they need the table back at like four. I was like, mate, you ain't having it back at four. But it's fine. We'll go into the next scene. But just please, she's asleep now. I can actually now enjoy this meal. Um, so yeah, that was um, that was interesting. But generally, I just think, do you know what? Who says you can't still? I've got that in me a little bit where I'm like, we can still live the life. Um, I mean, it's, it's something that, w- that I definitely will fight. <laughs> but it, it's we can still live the life that we had, and I think why not? It's it's still us, and we can make it work. And they'll get older, and it's fine. So I just I'm, I'm sometimes determined when Marvin looks me across the table like. We shouldn't have come here, should we? <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> she slept in the end after that. Got one I'm gonna be like Popeye on that arm. <laughs> one really strong bicep. Just constantly <laughs> knocking <Yeah>. whole meal. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. One thing that surprised me, and I'm surprised it surprised me, is that when I was researching... Because I researched my friends, research yeah, me? just, just so to funny. make sure that I knew I knew about you. Um, was your straight hair? It was really oh, weird see seeing now. you with your straight hair it's again. It's weird, isn't it? Because how long have they had it like curly now? Uh, it'll be two years, like at the end of this year. So it not feels that long. so bizarre looking back I know. and seeing you with straight hair. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And I feel like I feel like I just don't look like myself now when I see pictures and. You know how these things will happen and I have to prove pictures for yeah. whatever it might be that we're working on. I'm like, well, I can't approve that because I don't look like myself. So yeah. we have to get a new recent one. It's, w- it's really strange. And I love the fact that it was Alea who prompted you to start wearing your hair curly. Yeah. 
because she kind of she came home from school and was noticing like obvious differences with her and her friends and it was skin color and it was height and it was you know and then hair it just didn't go anywhere she just kept saying that she wanted long hair and why can't I put my fingers through my hair and it, you know it did was it just remind you of bits. how you felt growing up do you know what it did and I kind of don't massively remember it myself mm. but my mum was like oh my goodness this is like history repeating itself um so I was trying to explain to her uh, well mummy has curly hair and she was like no you don't and then I actually thought well her whole life she has never seen me without you know me blow dry my hair I straight but she'd never seen it so I then went for this whole thing of like you know well, mummy's gonna wear my hair curly every day this week just so you can see and then life being life my hair was like <laughs> no <laughs> this doesn't come back that easily you've straightened me to death for however long and lit my hair would not go i had to cut so much off really oh it was just like it just wouldn't well, happen my hair used to be curly mm. and now because i was straight yeah. all the time it, it, it's got no curl but i mean you know i'm yeah. white no but your hair was very <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know it's a bit but different. your hair was very curly though it was very it curly, would. and then it just went frizzy then my sister-in-law, yeah. she found out that her hair was curly and it was far curlier than mine. And I just couldn't oh, yeah, She's got great hair. I've seen great her on Instagram. Hair. Yeah, it's like um, a line. What, yeah, but what about when you're on holiday? Does it go curly? Frizz. Or just like yeah, Monica? No, again, it's yeah. kind of... Yeah. That's what my mind goes a bit Monica. <laughs> I got off the plane in Dubai when I was there a couple of weeks ago. I was like, okay, humidity, here we go. But I love the fact that you stuck to it and you were like, yeah. no, okay, so it's not work this week. Let's, let's, let's work with it and let's Yeah, and I it. literally, I researched everything on like Instagram. I followed about a million curly bloggers to find out, you know, what how what the best products are because it's been so many years since i just used to put conditioner in my hair and that was it you know yeah. there wasn't really anything available um so there's like, so many different products and so many different you know tricks so i kind of researched into that and then i started hashtagging because i wanted purely for me for people to send me ideas mm. and then if i found any good products i would share it with them and then it turned into literally my whole inbox constantly was other mums saying can you help me with my, you know, and, and, or have the, you know, people that was trying to get their, you know, on their hair journey. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, so I kind of started this hashtag and then it was more than my page then. Cause I thought if you don't, if you follow me and you haven't got curly hair, this is like a bit pointless. <laughs> so I then started curls like us on its own sort of hub and it's kind of ticking over and we do tutorials and just like helpful advice that people, you know, it, Everyone, someone sent me a little message the other day and they were like, you know how they do sometimes, just random abuse, which is nice. Mm. Um, oh, you're just doing this as part of a PR scam because you're, I'm like, this, I don't get paid, this costs me money. I put these days on and, you know, get people in and hire someone to film it and whatnot. And I pay money just purely because it's ended up like a passion product of mine. Yeah. And it's like helping a few people out. So, um, yeah, there's no ulterior motive. It's literally just curly tips and tricks and I just didn't think there was when I was looking a sort of place where I could find all of that yeah. um so yeah anyway I stuck to it and now I'm the other day I thought Do you know what? I might I might actually blow dry my hair soon to oh. see just to see yeah you know um Alaya overheard that conversation <laughs> and she was like but why you know we love our curly hair like, yes Aww. we do <laughs> um so yeah I might, I, I listen, I always said when I did it, I'm not never, 
I'm never going to say that I'm not going to wear my hair straight again. I, I no. will. But for me, it was sort of, I didn't just, just straighten it. I had all those chemical straighteners yeah. and and it's just so bad. So for me, it was growing all of that out. And mm. I feel like I've done that now. And, and I'm happy that I can do both. And it's really worked with the layer, which has been lovely. Well, and you wrote a book. And I wrote a book, I know. I know, I remember, do you remember when I said to you, I'm going to write a book? <laughs> Is it stressful? Because <laughs> I always see your stories like I'm writing or whatever time. Um, I did, as if I didn't have enough on. I thought when, when, this whole, when this whole thing happened and it was just a problem that wasn't going anywhere, I went to the bookshop and every Friday, if she loves to go in there and just like pick up a little something. And um, there was nothing in there that I thought could sort of, tell the story of, you know, for kids, that's going to sort of grab kids' attention, like a picture book, um, that is going to sort of be a nice positive message to kids to say, you are who you are and you're mm. beautiful because you are you and, it, you know, it doesn't, you know, we're all very different. And there was literally nothing that sort of did what I wanted it to do. So I thought, right, do you know what? I said to him, I'm going to write a book, you know. He was like, oh God, here she goes. <laughs> Off on her things, of, uh, lists of things that she's going to do. Um, but I did, and yeah, it's kind of, it's been a really sort of positive thing, and I've so, I get so many messages from different parents saying, thank you so much, this is amazing, and now I'm working on the next one, which I just thought it was going to stop there, <laughs> but I'm sure this is your world. When you do one and it does well, the publisher's like, okay, okay, so we need one delivered by September. I was like, what? I kind of thought this was like, I wrote the book that I wanted to write. Um, but I did really enjoy it and I really liked, because it is a picture book and it's, you know, it's it's where Alaya is with her reading and, yeah. and, 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 you know, in school and stuff. So she has been like a really important part. So she's helped me a lot and, you know, with illustrations, we she has a massive input and we've, it's been so nice to actually do something together. And I um, like the fact that it's, you know, even though... It's obviously such a big message for Alea mm. to kind of say, you know, you are beautiful, your hair is beautiful, everything yeah. about you is special and unique and, you know, uh -huh. we are special, yeah. each of us. Uh, it's actually to any child. Yeah, yeah, And that's totally. what's amazing. That's what's lovely because it started off, as you said, quite self-indulgent because it was just like... I think all books start off self-indulgent. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I suppose it's just what you're going through and then... But then I opened it up and, you know, it's... it. it, it it sort of did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. And I've got meetings with the national curriculum. Hopefully it's going to go into schools. And yeah, it's kind of... And what was really weird is at the time when I was writing it, I didn't know this. I stumbled across some like <clears throat> information about stats and and basically in children's publishing, um, 1% of books featured like a lead character from a diverse background, from a BAME background. And I was so shocked because there was this whole report that was done. And I think the Board of Education put the stats of diverse children in schools. And that was at 40%. So 40% of our schools have aren't people... Yeah, aren't represented. With the, so, uh, you know, me writing that book and releasing it this year has probably put the stat up a tiny bit. But it's crazy. It, to me, I'm like, it, we've moved on so far in everything. Like, you know, I feel like... I feel very included. I feel like my kids are included. But to think that kids publishing, you know, we want our kids to be able to read. We want them to be excited about, you know, for their education. And if for me, you know what kids are like. If they can recognise themselves in something or 
that's exciting and then they can relate to it and then that sort of will compel them to learn and to read. And if that's not there, that's a problem to Is me. it strange or how does it feel for you as a black lady in telly, mm. knowing that there's going to be so many young girls looking at you who wouldn't have seen that before, going, well, I want to be like that, it's because they're so, seeing you do it. Yeah, it's so... And do you know what I... You know I me, mean? I never really think about things like that no. at all. I just sort of get on and, you know, do what I do. But I think I've had a lot of that recently. And I think... Well, I think when I grew up, I think Trevor McDonald... That was it. That was it. <laughs> like, what have I got in common with Trevor McDonald? I mean, he's a legend, but and you still expect to see him on the news, don't you? When he turned it on, to be honest, I love him. Um, but I, yeah, like there was no, and and I actually, I don't think I, I kind of was so, you know, I'm kind of like here one minute and not the next, <laughs> especially when I was a kid. So I, I don't think it's sort. I don't. I didn't notice as much. Yeah. My mum said she did. Really? Yeah, my mum said she did, and I think she was, and also my mum was a white woman, and my you know, my dad was black, so I think she was. It was like a whole new culture that she mm-hmm. was getting into, and I think my mum went through quite a bit of. It was kind of forbidden. My nan wasn't happy about that, and you know, so I think my mum was very aware, but I didn't. I kind of, but when I look back, I'm like, yeah, there was literally no one to you know to recognise yourself in, and I think when I hear things like that. Mm. I, it's because it's obviously I can't help, my, you know, my background. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really know that that's a nice thing for someone. So I, I, that makes me smile because there's nothing, you know, I didn't plan. That was never my mission, but it's kind of a nice thing, I guess. Having girls, do you think, well, I imagine you're going to have a very different journey with body positivity yeah. to me. And uh, and we talked about our own bodies, actually, yeah. when you're on the podcast. Uh-huh. Is that something you think about with Alea and Valley and about, you Because yeah. we were talking about last time uh, Rochelle was on, we were saying, my mum was always watching Mr. Motivator. And she was always oh talking God, about being on a diet and being Wait, fat. No, I found that out this other, sorry, this is what? Mr. Motivator <laughs> facts. You know, he always wore the bum bag. Yeah. That was because you could see his bits. Oh, Did no. you know that? <laughs> Someone in telly the other day, I, I wore a little, I had a little bum bag and someone was like, oh, very Mr. Motivator. No, I said, bit Mr. Motivator, aren't I? They were like, and he'd, he'd worked in ITV for years and he was like, well, you know the reason he used to wear that? I'm like, well, so he could put his stuff in his, you know, office. The same reason I am. It's like, oh no, because we had to give him one the first time because he's, he wore all that lycra, didn't he? And you could see everything. Anyway, there you go. Nice television fact for you. But when we were younger, I think for our mum's generation, it was all about changing their bodies yeah. in a way that meant that they felt negative about their yeah. bodies. It was, yeah. it was never from a positive yeah. place. I think it still is, though, mm. which is frightening, because it, in, but it's in a totally different way. Really? Because I think, yeah, because I think women are, like, filling their lips or they're Botoxing their face or they're having bum... And, and it's so... It's so well documented now with yeah. Instagram, and that's what terrifies me. Having girls on Instagram, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. But the interesting thing is, I do think that it's all Instagram is all about how you cur- uh, curate it. Yeah. So it's all about who you follow. Yeah, like I had a, went through a massive phase where I unfollowed loads of people who just make me feel not yeah. good about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I follow people who make me feel really empowered. Yeah. And yeah, you know, good, yeah. I still have days where I look in the wardrobe and go, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing fits. But what I worry is, I worry we can do that with an older mind. Yeah. Uh, what what my worry is is little things like, 
you know, when you'd go to school on a Monday and like you'd hear a couple of your friends like talking about what they got up to over a weekend and you're kind of slyly like, oh my goodness, no one asked me if I wanted to go there. Mm. But, and it's horrible and you would go home and probably cry about it. But now I worry that stories and if they've not been, in, not even maliciously not invited, but someone's done something together and, you know, as an adult, if you feel yeah, like you get yeah, FOMO, yeah. so things like that and they're seeing all their friends out without them and it's things like that that worry me or that so-and-so's got this and they're doing this and more for more for kids is what their friends are up to and comparing yeah. themselves to others at school. I think that's what worries me. And like with the whole like you know body image stuff i i'm kind of my mum walked in as she does the other day and was like right because it was my 30th birthday i mean i'm sure if you follow me i'm sure you saw because all <laughs> i did was post about it um but my mum walked in like about a month before she said right that's it put those cream cakes away i'm going on a diet i need to look good at your birthday da, 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 da. and i'm like mum I don't want Alaya to hear it because yeah. she is she if she's over the other if she was here the other side of the room and this wasn't on a mic she would know what I'm saying and she'd tell me about it in a week like she holds on to these things and well you said that <laughs> so she said my mum I need to lose a stone in a month how can I do it this is my mum like you know marching through my kitchen whilst having an apple turnover <laughs> in her hand like well first things first hun that thing in your hand that you're about to buy into probably not the best um so oh, they yeah, are good. Oh, I love so an apple turnover. The marks is apple turnovers. <laughs> oh, if I go past a garage on the way home, that's well, I just <laughs> get fish and chips back there as well. Um, yeah, I, that's what things like that. I'm like, and obviously you can't control my mum, you know, whatever. But mm. I'm like, mum, please don't say it in front of her because that's the sort of thing I just worry that. It's you hear them in. playing mums and dads and then, you know, next thing you know, she's like, well, I'm going on a diet today yeah. and, and just saying, and she doesn't even know what it means. But I do everything with teeth. You know, that's my thing. Did I, have I told you that? What do you so mean? Like, if I'm like, you know, like, you know your kids if they've had loads of sweets that week or if they've been to birthday parties yeah. or, you know, it's been Christmas and we've just, you know, ate a lot of bad stuff. And because I do, I do try and like, as we both do, like get veggies in and, yeah. you know, I do try and have them live quite balanced um but obviously kids parties are always gonna get you on a saturday it's like <laughs> 10 a.m and they're eating haribo it's like yay um but i do everything with teeth so i will never talk about weight i'm always like you know well we need to go to the dentist and we can't keep eating like this because in case our teeth you know so i that's my whole thing is just approach it with teeth we do that but we also do it with poo Oh. Your poo's looking very white. Yeah, yeah. You need We to. do poo. We do poo too. That's so funny, yeah. But I just think anything but white. I just would never want her to be like my mum. I yeah. remember one of my friends, her mum was always like obsessed with dieting when we were younger. And I even remember being like, wow, my mum is so... Like I remember once and we were probably about 16 and we were going out and... Or 15 maybe and I remember us leaving <laughs> and our friend picked us up and us leaving the house and her shutting the door and then opening the door again as if she'd one of us had forgot something she was like called her home and was like don't eat anything <laughs> yeah she used to tell us like that like oh my god you've eaten now don't eat anything you remember you're on a diet and we were, yeah young and I'm that, that always sticks in my mind and she's always like always been funny with her weight yeah that's all i i I have the same with my mum and i think a lot of it is them 
it's that their own insecurities, their own yeah, things maybe. that they've got going on. They kind of it's out of a care. That's what I'm telling myself. No, it's it, a caring yeah, thing for so. us that they, you know, because they really worry that people will judge th- yes. them or they, you know, they don't want judge you to us. become the. Go- yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're doing it out of a place of looking looking out for you. Yeah, but really, it's like. Mm, I, but I do think times moved on, like yeah, you say, in that sense. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think so. I think like social media and stuff is can be such an amazing place with, with and yeah, with like Jamila Jamil. Oh, she's amazing. Like she's like her whole thing, the highway thing mm-hmm. that she's doing is just brilliant and I think she's just incredible and just being so outspoken and just hitting the nail right on the head every time. If you don't follow her, you should. She's got this whole kind of campaign that's called I Way and she's like you know, putting an amazing message out there and basically saying that it's not about what you actually weigh. She's like, I weigh, it will be about her personality, the fact that I'm financially secure. I weigh the fact that I'm in a nice relationship and that, you know, that's my weight sort of thing and not anything to do with your body. And I think she's just brilliant. So I think there's lots of, and there's lots of different people like that. But so on one side, it's amazing. And you, you, you're totally like that. Like if, you know, if a lad gets Instagram, she's following you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Nobody else. Um, and, but then at the, and then the other, other end, it's all just. Yeah, see, I just, I think I don't follow that end. Yeah. So I don't see you don't, it. You don't, and yeah. I do think as a girl, you are, for me, I was so easily influenced. Yeah, totally. Like I had to do this, uh, um, like a school project on pro-anorexia websites. Oh, my god! So you kind of go on these pro-anorexia websites and then you're like, what do they do? What does this yeah, mean? Yeah. And you go find yourself down a rabbit hole. And now that information, like, it's easier to yeah. find for oh, people goodness. to get sucked in. So, yeah, I kind of like, no, thank you're you. You're not near that. Because I've been the big girl who goes into a room and I feel like the lesser person because I'm the biggest girl. And I'm not a huge person, but oh feeling that, like... And, I, and then in your head going, but hold on a minute, I, I'm i not the lesser person just because I weigh more. Just because I'm taking up more space in the room doesn't mean that I'm, my point's not you valid. You felt like that because you feel like that or because, because you were made to feel I like think, that? No, because of the insecurities that have been pushed through me, yeah. through yeah. my mum, uh-huh, through the uh-huh. generations of people feeling like their weight means anything yeah, other yeah. than the fact that they're a little bit curvier. I know. It's, it's funny, it's isn't mad. it? It's so crazy. And that is what kind of drives me with yeah. my girls. Yeah. Because that is that is just... And I've read somewhere that, like, age five is, like, a really impressionable age. Mm. And I'm not sure if it's just someone else trying to scaremonger me. But, uh, yeah, apparently it's kind of like you remember... One of my friends went to, like... She went to therapy and she just... You know, she goes weekly. She... Um, but she, everything that kind of got pulled back was like stuff that had happened from around when she was five, and then I'd read that thing afterwards, and I was like, oh my, maybe, maybe that is. Mm. So I'm really trying to be a really nice mum. And you are a very just while good she's mom. five, <laughs> and I'm like, be feral. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a very good mum because you go big when it comes to arts and crafts. Oh no! I, Has no. anyone been on Michelle's Instagram today oh and gosh. seen her blooming Easter bonnet? I can I just say it's like I bloody cascading love it. down Leia's back. I I feel sorry for her because <laughs> she's just an object of my entertainment. <laughs> I love it. Like Marvin is like worried about me. <laughs> it's like the things you find fun. He's like, should we go for dinner at the weekend? I'm like, no. 
should we just should we, should we do this Easter bonnet? He's like, this is not my <laughs> idea of a night off work, no. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really like that. You, you know, I love all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. When it's like, and my me and my best friend actually do, and I think we're probably the only mums at school that actually enjoy it. And I... We share the same agent, and the other day I was like, Rebecca, I need a day off because I actually have to, like, I really <laughs> need to, like, look at this Easter bonnet thing. <laughs> what a fucking loser. <laughs> um, but that's the sort of shit that gets me high, guys. Um, well, it was a day well spent. With my glue gun, <laughs> that glue gun, and we're, we're mates. Um, although it burnt me so much. Really? Like, yeah, it really did. Um, yeah, I kind of really enjoy that. And Marvin was like, Sh- maybe we could ask the school if they could do an Easter bonnet parade for parents because you would <laughs> love it. Um, but yeah, no, she, um, she, we kind of loved it. She's really crafty, Alaire, as well. So we'll sit and do those little things together. But I think she just does it to appease me, really. Um, but next year, I'm going to go smaller. Really? Yeah, I think it was too big. Mums are going to be looking at the gate and going, well, that's a disappointment. Yeah, last year. <laughs> I think the other mums you. actually, I think they judge me because I think they think <laughs> I'm ridiculous. <laughs> like the big gypsy like who, wedding. Yeah, the, who is this mother? That one off the telly, you want to see what she puts her kid in. <laughs> that's what they'll be saying about me. Um, yeah, I did when she was walking around and they would, they do this whole parade <laughs> thing where they walk around the field and the headmistress sort of claps at them in the middle. It's, it's, it's bizarre, to be honest. Um I just like the bonnet, but the actual parade is funny, and Elias just there, <laughs> like walking around, and, but and holding it on <laughs> like that, you know. And I did think Marvin was like, maybe a bit big this year. I was like, yeah, I'll make a smaller one next year. Bless her. She needs a neck support tomorrow. <laughs> She's got whiplash oh, from her bonnet. <laughs> yeah, right, what we're going to do now is we're going to open it up to you guys. So if you have any questions, then you're allowed to answer, ask them and we'll try and answer them. Yeah. You can't answer them, you've got to ask them. <laughs> uh, so if the lights go up, then oh we yeah, might we be able to see, see you a little bit. And there should be... Oh my goodness, there's so much more of you than I thought. And there should be a microphone. So if you have a question, put your hand up. We probably won't be able to see you, but someone with a microphone will be able to. Hi. Did, do you guys uh, kind of suffer with, and if you do, any tips on coping with mum guilt? Like oh. I've got a I've got a seven month old and I f- it's my first baby, and um, I'm loving every second. But I feel guilty every single day for something different. Yeah, like I feel guilty about like putting her down to like go and get chores done, like not for spending time with her. But then if I do spend time with her, I feel guilty because the house is not done. And yeah. do you know what I mean? Like if I spend too much time with her, I'm like, oh my god, tomorrow like I can't spend all that time with her. And I feel like everything I do is. I once got enough, told, you know before I, mean. I had kids, I, I was told you will feel guilty from the moment you conceive for the rest of your yeah. life. And I actually think that's true. Yeah. I don't have any tips. I'm looking for tips. Because yeah. I have it so bad. And I think I go through phases as well. Sometimes I have it a lot, you know. But I, yeah, it's weird. It's, but my mum says she still has it. Yeah. Then, you, then they get older and they'll go through something and you worry it's because of how you parented when yeah. they were young. Like, I just think, like you say, the minute you get pregnant, you're like, have I done too much this week? Oh, my God. Is the baby okay? Like, yeah. You feel guilty for how you give birth. You feel guilty because you've bottle-fed or breastfed. Yeah. You feel guilty because you've let them cry or you're picking them up all the time. Like, the guilt is endless. You can judge yeah. yourself on every single minute detail. And I think 
over time you kind of have to go well actually I feel guilty all the time still now yeah you do but you get used to it yeah, you get used to that <laughs> you get guilt. used you to the guilt it. and you go with it a bit more yeah um yeah it doesn't go anywhere does it I no. think I just think it's one of those things I think that's you just sort of you yeah you get a baby and you also get this big guilt baby I think side. it's because yeah you you mm. care so much mm. and hopefully that will ease your mind a little bit you care you feel guilty because you care and yeah. as a mum that's that that's an amazing yeah, thing yeah if you didn't have it then that that would the, be yeah, more then that would be weird yeah, yeah. If you didn't feel guilty not caring well <laughs> no so embrace the guilt and maybe treat it like a good thing basically we have no advice on this because we have <laughs> massive mum guilt <laughs> Although I've got to say, I missed the night, like the bedtime routine tonight, and I'm feeling really great. Good. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. To be yeah. fair, I did, yeah. and I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it feels nice to be out. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? I know it's quite a nice feeling when we get home tonight. It's all going to be calm. I know. It's quite nice. It is nice. Mm. Not having to go through that. Well, yeah. there's a question right here. Oh, where is oh. Rebecca? Oh, she's gone. Hi. Yeah. So oh, okay. Hi. 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 Um, what has surprised you the most since becoming a mum? Oh. How, um, for me, mm. how the day can turn on its head in an instant. You can be having the biggest. Yeah. You could uh, both ways. You could be having the best day ever, and then all of a sudden it all goes to pot, yeah. and you become shouty mum, and everything's become really overwhelming. Or you can spend the whole day feeling like you're going, no, don't do that. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, come on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they just laugh all together and it's the most amazing. Yeah. Like the rest of the day just disappears. So true. It's so true. It, yeah. And like, you're right. It can't. I remember when you're the thing that I just what surprised me the most when I first had a baby was how you just can't pop anywhere anymore. I'm just going to pop over here. I'm just going <laughs> to pop out for a I bit. I thought you meant Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I, I, boys. I, no, I could do that when I was pregnant. That did, yeah, don't worry about that. There was no problem there. Um, no, but the fact that you're like, I remember one, like scratching my head thinking, it's actually taken me three hours and I'm still not out of this house. And I've been like getting, gathering the suitcase that you need, first of all, to leave. And then they poo. And, and that, that first like couple of weeks when they poo, you're like, oh my goodness, this is, they've pooed, Mark. She's pooed. We can't go out. Like... What? <laughs> like, no, we can't. We just tell them we won't. There's no point. We're not going to be there on time because she's pooed. Like now, I'm like, just send it to the top. Isn't it funny? <laughs> the things that are just massive. Oh, and no, because now I've run out and I've not got a spare baby grow. All of those things. I'm like, oh, it's that that surprises me. A poo is, yeah, it's surprising. <laughs> uh, any other questions? Hello. Hello. Um, first of all, I think I'd like just to thank you two and lots of other kind of mums I follow on Instagram for putting across such a realistic um. uh, portrayal of motherhood. I think it's just been so helpful, really. Um, oh, and nice. I think I just wanted, I know you guys have kind of briefly touched on this, but I just wanted to know, since becoming a mum, how do you think the use of social media has really impacted your well-being and your mental health? Ooh. I, I mean, this, this is probably more for you because you... You, if, if, all of your whole. I love watching your day as a mum on social media. I feel like sometimes I've I've forgotten to do it, but when I look at yours, I'm like, oh yes, this happened to me. As I always reply to you, don't I? Like, oh me too. Um, yeah, like I, you share everything on social media, like in terms of the kids and your day. And I think it's even for me knowing you 
I'm like, oh my goodness, you see, it's not just me. And I think, like you say, a lot of people don't talk about stuff. But I think, I guess for you, this is just me guessing, but it must help you in a sense, like mentally, when you feel like you're alone and then you put something out there and everyone's like, yes. Yeah, uh, th- exactly that. And I think um, before having kids, and I, and I wonder if this is an age thing and also like where we're at with social media as well. Not that I was ever like displaying like oh, this is what I'm up to mm. but now it's not that at all it's real and this is where I worry about yeah. the people on reality shows who where it is all about this is what I have this is what I you know this is all about what yeah. I look like where's the substance yeah. where's the stuff about you talking about real things about how you feel and and that's mental health wise that is what I worry about because yeah. I feel like we've got such an amazing community of people online where, especially within the mum community, where we're saying, I don't feel right right now. And other mums going, I felt that, don't worry. Just knowing, when I wrote Happy Mum, Happy Baby, and I first wrote down stuff about miscarriage, stuff about having buzz, this baby that I'd longed for, and how I felt like I did not have a maternal bone in my body, mm-hmm. how I wished, like, no, not that I wished, I didn't, never wished it, how I just thought, I've done the wrong thing, can I send him back? You know, mm-hmm. those are thoughts that you don't want to put out there because... You know how lucky you are to have yeah. a baby. But just hearing someone else has thought that makes you go, oh, thank God. Yeah, of course. Because I'm not on my own. It mm-hmm. doesn't make me a bad mum. It means that at that moment, that whatever was happening was really overwhelming. Yeah. And knowing that other people feel the same is amazing. Suicide rate, the, the, well, the biggest cause of death for mums in the first year of becoming a mum is suicide. Mm. And for everyone to just be talking about how they're feeling, it's so important. So for me, social media has completely changed my whole outlook on on motherhood. The moments that I feel are overwhelming, I just think of other people and I laugh. Because I just think, oh, we're Mm. all in this together. Mm. This is ridiculous. Actually, in the grand scheme of things, this little moment is nothing. It's true. And and whatever whatever you do, I remember putting something out there once and it was like, like the top story in the Daily Mail and I felt what like, oh say? my God, why did I say that? But, and I rem- I actually remember you replying to this story. <laughs> so do you remember when Valley was tiny and she had a really bad cold? And I like, and someone, <laughs> my mum was like, well, just do what I do. Back in the day, you used to just, you used to have to just <laughs> suck their nose. Because, you know, if they're bunged up, they're a newborn. You know, she can't do well, it for herself. they only out their nose, don't they? So I was on, I didn't, I wasn't doing a story as it was. This was happening, but I was talking. I was, and I just thought it was a normal thing. So my mum said, "That's what I did with you girls." You know, when your mum says that, you just okay. Well, that's the normal. Um, so I was chatting. I was like, "Oh God, I've been up all night. You know, at three a.m. this morning, <laughs> sucked the snot out of her nose." And then my friend called me and was like, "What the fuck are you talking about on the Daily Mail?" I'm like, what's on the Daily Mail? Bearing in mind, I hadn't got out of my pyjamas for weeks. I'm like, what's on the Daily Mail? She's like, you, apparently you sucked snot out of your... Ch- and and this, this friend hasn't got kids, by the way. Apparently you sucked snot out of, ch- out of a child's nose. Is that even a thing? I'm like, well, it was a bloody thing at 3am and she slept after it, so I don't care. But I remember, didn't, was it you that replied to me going, didn't you? she sent me a link to Amazon going, babe, there are these things that you can buy? <laughs> I, oh, thanks, G. <laughs> and then I did so order them. I do think those, there's those things <laughs> before becoming a mum, you do look at people and go, that's just great. Yeah, my friend was disgusted. Well, she was like, I going to me, oh my God, my sister, like she 
was feeding the baby and the, it was food around the baby's mouth. So she wiped it off and then she stuck it in her mouth. It's disgusting. I was like, well, it's the easiest way to get rid of food. Yeah. I mean, but that would have that would have freaked me out before I had kids. Yeah, it would have done. It honestly it really would have done. There's so much like poo chat and everything in my house now that it's like the stuff that I would have been like. <laughs> like, I remember hearing like my aunt and stuff talk like that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is disgusting!" But now like, it's just my everyday chat, <laughs> you know, snot and oh god, yeah. So that was probably a low point for me. Um, but apart from that, and, and lots of people did reply saying, "Oh, I've had to do this." So then I did, yeah. yeah. There you go. I mean, there was a few more. More messages were like, "Just buy something and <laughs> use the use the tool that you." <laughs> I got obsessed with that tool with Max. I was literally like every morning. Yeah. (laughs) Loved it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, gosh. Um, Any other questions? Okay, you're going to have to be the last one now. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Who thinks they've got the best questions? She's a fun sponge, isn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Party food for everyone. Right, Becca, pick someone. You go. Okay, one step. No, well, that's lazy. Was See, yeah. just went for the easiest option. I yeah. feel very special. <laughs> um, Sorry. It's, it's, better, it's better be good, girl. <laughs> oh my goodness, pressure. Um, I've got a, my oldest is uh, in reception. I know you guys have got school age kids, mm. and I'm ha- going through a thing now where I'm starting to realise that her world is not all in my control, and she's coming home upset with things that have happened oh, at school that I can't. I feel like I want to go and talk to her teachers about it, but really, it's something really small, but it's big to her. And I wondered if you'd gone through that or I'm sure you have and how you dealt with it it's the worst on it and also this is like I was gonna say this stays between us but there's a lot of people here (laughs) when if you're and this is also for a podcast but I'll say it (laughs) when when your child comes home from school and you're around the dinner table and and you're asking questions of like so and when I when my eldest started school actually the head we had like this big um, open day with the headma- headmaster and um, she was saying like you shouldn't overwhelm them when they come back and I actually remember my mum doing this and I remember it annoying me but you can't help it she was like you, you shouldn't say like who have you played with and da, 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 da. But, so obviously I just did a little bit <laughs> because I, you just feel like you need to know these things you know and so I so our approach was like we'd just be around the dinner table and just wait for things to just bubble out and they do eventually and Anyway, this it kept going back and forth. There was this one girl that apparently wasn't being very nice to her, and and also kids are kids. So I'm not that mum that's like, right, I'm going down the school, and because that was my mum, by the way. Because um, you, just, I just always think you just have to let kids sort things out for themselves, and you've got to take what they say with a pinch of salt. But this kind of wasn't going anywhere, and I found it so hard to not be present when like you know, things are being said or, you know, situ- and when I noticed it was actually a thing, I was, we were going to a, a birthday party, another one, and, um, they're the, never ending. Oh, seriously, yeah. so many birthdays. Yeah. I'm like, can you have less friends? How <laughs> we get, um, and she was like, I've got a bellyache on the, because it's sort of been going on for a little while with this girl, and then she was saying that she's got a bellyache on the way to school, like a couple of days, and then we're on the way to um, the birthday party, she was like, Mummy, I've got a bellyache. I'm like, but I could just tell she was obviously nervous about the situation. And then then five minutes later, we're still in the car. She's like, Do you think so and so is gonna be at the party? And I could just t- I just you know, you know your child. And I found it so hard. This is where I've kind of like almost done a lot of growing up myself to not hate a child. 
Isn't that terrible? Yeah. And I, I honestly, it's bad to say, but I would be in the playground and she, and you know, dropping the kids off and trying to be nice to everybody. And if she'd come up to me, I found it so hard to like, mm. because I, th and obviously they're kids and you don't even know what to believe because you're still also trying to believe a five-year-old who probably might not be saying it accurately, but yeah. And, and then also the mum, what? <laughs> like, Rochelle, and obviously I would never say anything, but in my head, I'm talking to the mum and I'm like thinking, oh, like, oh, I don't really like you now, because now I think, and it's terrible, and then that, I think that's taught me to, like, grow the hell up, mm -hmm. and obviously I'd never act on it or say anything, but in my mind, I just felt a bit of a way about it. It's Horrible. so hard, isn't it? Because you feel so protective. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I have, and I was badly bullied as a kid as well. So for school, for me, like my childhood, my happy time was with Mario and Georgie. That mm. was, you know, all my happy memories are with them. And at school, I Safety found quite blanket. difficult. Yeah, I, and that has kind of instilled a thing in me where I like to be liked. I don't like people feeling like negativity towards yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I've grown out of it a little bit now. Um, but uh, so when Buzz comes home, I do like to know who he's playing with. Yeah. But Buzz being Buzz, he'll come home and I'll say, oh, so who did you play with today? No one. Oh, that is the worst thing. What, Why what do they do, do you, that? What do you mean you played with oh. no one? No one wanted to play with me. Well, well, the whole of lunchtime, no one wanted to play with you. No. And then, so obviously he kept doing it for it's like horrible. a few days. So I had to, I was very up about something anyway. I was like, um, is he okay? Like, cause he keeps saying he's playing on his own. The teacher was like, he plays with everyone. Yeah. Like, he's never on his own. She's done that to me it's so It's just much. because he can't be asked to have the conversation yeah. with me. And that's exactly what they say when they say, don't overwhelm yeah. them. Because this is exactly... Because she was... When the headmistress was explaining it to us, she was like, this is what... They will probably say this because they actually cannot be bothered yeah. to engage in conversation after school because they're so little still. You forget. Like, they're going to school, they've got the uniform on, but they're just babies, really. And they're so overwhelmed with the date they've had. And when you go, so who did you play with? Da, 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 they're like, no one. And it's, it, but that makes more I'm questions. Like, I'm going to ask you 50 more questions, <laughs> exactly. girl. So you've said the wrong thing. <laughs> if you'd have just said, Izzy, oh. I'd have been like, oh, lovely, sweet. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, why not? Where was she? Yeah. Where was he? What did you do? Oh, it's just horrible. But yeah, I just think, I think, like you say, I think it's out of your control and out of your, you don't know what's happening at school. And I think you... You just go into protective mama and yeah. you just go into that sort of lioness mode and you want you want to just wrap them up and cut more, but you can't. And that's life. And do you know what? A bit of all of that stuff, if they weren't if they were a bit left out of this and so and so hasn't invited you to their house and uh, it's actually good, mm. I think. Because I just think it just kind of teaches you to just be a little bit tougher early on. Yeah. Oh, I think horrible. we've just got to, I, I, I feel like we've just got to keep an eye. Yeah. Because sometimes doing activities where they don't even realise they're talking sometimes is, is great for, for me. Yeah. So they just start talking about stuff without you kind of drawing, drawing it. it out. Bath time's good. Mm. I always find. I'm like, oh, ours are busy splashing each other. Oh, I'm like, I don't <laughs> splash out the bath! I forget. Ours <laughs> is so stupid. <laughs> We twizzle hair and like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smash out the bath or leave your willy alone. <laughs> leave his willy alone. <laughs> I did have a mum, she's pooed in the bath <laughs> the other day. The valley's just there, like, hmm? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I don't know what she's talking about, but I do. <laughs> yeah, I pooed in your bath. <laughs>
That's probably a good way to end this, isn't I it? I think we have to finish with the three sentences again. <laughs> so you have to finish these three sentences. Oh, gosh. Being a mum means... Poo. Okay. <laughs> Since being a mum, I... I've learned a lot about myself. I thought you were going to say learn a lot about poo. Uh, I'm not. That's probably the best one. And I'm happy when? I am with my family. Beautiful. Mm, I am. It's true. No, ha- not beautiful. Happy with my family. <laughs> uh, beautiful. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Um, thank you so thank much. You. How good tonight. is she, by the way? I, I love listen. her. Thank you so much for coming tonight. It's been Thank an absolute you. delight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks Take very care. much. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.